Vegetarian Zen, numero 36. That's 36 to you and me. Welcome to Vegetarian Zen, a peaceful place for vegetarians, vegans, and the veg curious to share tips for living a healthy lifestyle. Now sit back, relax, and prepare to get your veg on. Vegeners, welcome back to Vegetarian Zen. My name is Vicky, and this is Larissa. And in this episode of the Vegetarian Zen podcast, we're going to be revisiting juicing and offer you some best practices to help you ensure that you're getting the most out of your juicing. And this is very time appropriate because we are giving away a juicer for our one year veggieversary. Right, and that's coming up. the The juicer giveaway will be on the last day of the month, the last Friday of the month, and so you still have time to enter. We're also still giving away some reusable produce bags. Uh, Friday the twenty first, I believe, and then the juicer is on the twenty eighth. So if you haven't entered yet, uh, go to our website, and we'll link it up in the show notes. But uh, you can definitely enter up to six times by doing six different six different actions and um, get your name in there six times to win that juicer. Yeah, and uh, we. I also wanted to point out that this request for for us to touch base on juicing again came from one of our survey participants. So we had a survey that went out a few weeks ago asking our listeners, our followers, to provide us feedback about what they liked about the podcast, what they'd like to see added. And one of the suggestions came back that they'd like for us to revisit some of the topics now that we've been doing it a while, which I thought was a great suggestion, which is why we're here again. Right. Fantastic. That's a fantastic suggestion. And um, again, the same thing with the survey. It's still up on our Facebook page. So if you haven't taken it, uh, that's a great opportunity for you to kind of give us some direct input on what you would like to hear on the podcast and also in the newsletter. Okay, so before we dive into our main topic, though, we did have one question that came to us from one of our followers on Facebook. And Rissa, you want to go ahead and go over that? Sure, sure. This came from Marilyn Carrado. Uh, She left a comment on our Facebook page. She said, I found your site from someone on another site. I'm trying to learn all I can about everything, but I want to learn about chickens and eggs. I hate eggs, and I want my family to stop eating them. I want to explain to them why, but I don't really know how to explain, so I just say you can't eat them. Okay, well, um, Marilyn, I think in order to help you out with that, I think it would kind of depend on what your reasoning is for wanting your family to stop eating eggs. And I know you said you already don't like them, so you just don't like them. Um, but would it be for more for ethical reasons, for animal rights reasons, or for health reasons? And I think that kind of would help, that would determine how you approach your family. Right. So if it's for ethical reasons, and in full disclosure, Larissa and I are lacto-over vegetarians, so we do eat some eggs and we mm-hmm. do eat some dairy, although it is much reduced than what we were even a year ago right. at this time. Uh, the uh, Eggs are very acidic. And in our last podcast, or two podcasts ago, I think now, I talked a little bit about GERD and acid reflux. And that is something that I suffer from. So I've been trying to cut back on my egg Mm -hmm. intake. But going back to Larissa's point, if it's for animal rights reasons that you'd 
want your family to get away from eating eggs, then I would certainly find maybe an appropriate documentary to share with them mm-hmm. or some something that you can share with them. I don't know how old, if you have children, how old those children are, but something that you can share with them to show them that some of the, the um, farm factory, uh, I'm sorry, factory farming right. and uh, how the egg, uh, the chickens are treated, which is a big reason why Larissa and I only buy cage-free organic farm eggs. fresh eggs. right. right. Um, and now if it's for health reasons, this is one thing that goes kind of back and forth like coffee. I've seen this going back and forth about they're good for you, they're bad for you. My personal take on it is if you're going to eat eggs, just like anything else in moderation, and we're going to even talk about as we get into our main topic, juicing, you're going to see that just because it's a fruit or a vegetable, you still want to be careful at how much you're intaking of these things right so um certainly there's a lot of articles out there and maybe this is a future topic we can have for a podcast if we have folks interested in this is sharing some of the benefits and then also some of the the um, cons of eating eggs Mm -hmm. right and um there are if you want to kind of try to cut back at least for now on your family's egg consumption there are some ways that you can do that um when for example when we make scrambled eggs i use egg whites instead of all egg I use um, a combination of egg whites and eggs so for each one of us I'll do a half a cup of egg whites and one egg for scrambled so for two of us it would be a cup of egg whites and two eggs as opposed to like four eggs Um, and then the same thing with baking you can also eliminate eggs from a lot of your baking by using a vegan egg substitute like energy and we talk I talk about that when I do vegan recipes on the website Um, so I'll, I'll link to all that in the show notes yeah and we've replaced a lot of our egg consumption with things like that so that's that's one way we've been reducing our intake of that right and a lot of that, your family probably wouldn't even notice. No, mm-mm, especially with the baking. Um, but anyway, thank you again, Marilyn. And if you uh, wanted to follow up with us after you listen to this, uh, or if you do listen to this, um, that would be great. We'd love to hear back from you on Facebook or send us a message. Okay. I think we're ready to dive into our main topic now. We're diving into a pool of juice. We are. Awesome. So this is one thing. Juicing is something that Larissa and I started pretty much immediately as we became vegetarians because we knew that we wanted to ensure that we were getting enough nutrients into our um, uh, bodies. But unfortunately, there were a lot of things, that as we've mentioned to you guys in the past, that we didn't do a good job of. But this is one of the things I think we did pretty pretty well. Right. Well, and I think that juicing is something that... Uh, came to our attention right away because one of the two documentaries that we watched that night before we decided to become vegetarians was Fat, Sick, and Nearly Dead, which is Joe Cross and talking about his his juicing journey and, and the way he, he lost a lot of weight and um, solved some of his medical problems by going on a juice... Um, his own juicing journey. Mm-hmm. So, and that's one of the first DVDs we watched. Yeah, and when I say we did this very well, I say that because remember we we watched the documentary, but we didn't just like jump into a juice fast or anything. Right. We really looked at the different types of juices. Remember when we bought our juicer, which by the way was another question that was asked of us in the survey of if we would still stand by the products that we purchased, which was our Omega juicer mm-hmm. and our Vitamix blender, which we use for smoothies. And I will say a hundred percent would stand by them. Absolutely. The one we are giving away is a Breville juicer, which is similar to that of used on fat, sick and nearly dead. Mm-hmm. It's another one I feel very comfortable with, um, endorsing because 
I listened to an interview with Joe Cross when he was talking about the creation of this documentary, and some folks had asked him, so did Breville sponsor you doing this documentary? And he said, actually, no. They had no idea until after the documentary that he had, um, or actually after the documentary had started, that he was even using their using juicer. It, right. right. Uh, and he said he had, he had bought out of his own pocket like four or five of these because he was afraid that as he was creating the documentary he didn't want to have one break and then he would be you know stuck for in production right and he said he never had to use more than one yeah well yeah so when i heard him say that you know first of all he wasn't just motivated by money to promote this uh this particular piece of equipment and then he also had only one that he used for the whole documentary that made me feel pretty comfortable and that's why that's our giveaway right but we have an Omega juicer, and you'll find these juicers, uh, links to these, on our website as well. Mm-hmm. And in full disclosure, these are affiliate links. If you decide to purchase one through our website, there's no additional cost to you. But Amazon does throw a few bucks our way for having these on our site and promoting these. Right. What you should also know, though, is that we're not going to put any products out there that we don't stand behind. And right. by stand behind, I mean like endorse. In other words, that we feel very comfortable with saying, with sharing with you that these are things that we either use or feel really strongly about. Right. Okay, so let's get into talking about some juice. And I know that one thing that we uh, will be talking about later on is something called uh, alkalizing. Right. And so let's explain a little bit about what that is. Okay. And we're not going to go, I mean, there, there was a lot of information. This could, I was telling Larissa as I was preparing for this the information for this podcast, doing the research for it. I said, this is almost a whole podcast in itself talking about alkalizing and pH levels for the purposes of this particular podcast though. I thought it was important that we at least explain what alkalizing is because as we talk about some of these fruits and vegetables and the juices, they talk a lot about, they have really good alkalizing properties. So I wanted you guys to know what that was. Mm -hmm. So essentially it refers to shifting the pH levels of your body and the pH levels measure how acidic your body is. Um, so just to sum it up, it's saying what your body, if your body is very acidic, that can lead to cancer. Mm -hmm. It can destroy your teeth and bones, muscles, arteries, and lead to weight gain. Okay. So ideally, and I think the level was zero to 14, zero being highly acidic, 14, not being, uh, not being acidic. I think the level was like at seven or so. If your body was at a seven or seven and a half. Yeah, seven is pH neutral. Right. That that was neutral. So anything below that was not good. Anything above that was good. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, So we'll get into that in much, we can get that in much more detail in a later podcast, but I just wanted folks to know, you know, when we mentioned that, what that, what that referred to. Right. Okay. All right, so let's go ahead and get started with some of the things that we've learned from our year of juicing, because it has been about a year. Mm -hmm. First of all, be careful not to be too fruit reliant on your and make those too uh, too much a part of your juice, because fruits do have a high amount of sugar, and you want to be careful that you're not just juicing purely fruits. And sugar is acidic, right? That's right. Right, and so this is a problem that I had in the very beginning. Because I was kind of afraid of of vegetables, putting vegetables in there. Because I was like, you know, what is that going to taste like? And it's green. And I'm very, when it comes to things like that, I'm very texture sensitive. And I'm very um, visually sensitive. So if it looks bad, and, and smells too. I'm very sensitive to smell. So if it looks weird, or if the texture is weird, 
it's uh, it's very difficult for me to consume it. So I was I was really leery about that. So I used a lot of fruits in the beginning, um, and it wasn't until a little bit later on that I actually got up the the nerve to to taste one of Vicky's. And while I didn't particularly care for, I don't particularly care for like cucumbers or celery or anything really strong like that that in there. I found that I could do spinach fine and a few and then carrots I really like carrots in there so um I've kind of changed the way I juice and so that's that's to my benefit because I don't put as nearly as much fruit anymore okay so the other thing that I think we did a good job of is that we didn't fall into this whole juicing fasting fad which is when we started incorporating juicing, we did it more as a supplement to what we were doing as opposed to thinking that this was going to be some sort of meal replacement like he did in Fat, Sick, and Nearly Dead because those can be dangerous depending on any existing conditions you have. Mm -hmm. You want to be really careful before you decide to embark on one of these things. Right, and when he did it, he did it completely under a doctor's supervision. That's a good point. Yeah, he went before he started this and he had all of his testing and all of his blood work and everything done and, and was then, monitored and then he was monitored along the way because i think he did a 60 day juice fast yeah which is is super hardcore um but he was monitored you know i think probably weekly yeah. by his doctor yeah and for people with like diabetes or kidney disease this can really take a toll on your body because mm-hmm. it, it can deprive you from significant amounts of fats and proteins that you would get like from avocados and mm-hmm. lentils so you really want to do yourself a favor and talk to your doctor before you decide to embark in anything like this. And of course, there's plenty of resources out there. I was just out on Reddit earlier talking, looking at um, posts of people who had been on juice fast. And so just be very careful before you, you, you fall into that because it has kind of become a fad right. with folks. Right, right. Um, and then just kind of get into our other point, it shouldn't replace meals. Because you need the fiber, you need mm-hmm. the other nutrients that you get from actually eating food. And not to mention your brain is more satisfied when it knows you're actually eating as opposed to just drinking. Right. Because, I mean, a juice, no matter how many nutrients it has, it's not going to make you not hungry. I mean, if you if you drink, you know, three or four juices a day, you're still going to feel hungry. Your yeah. stomach is still going to say, hey, you know, feed me because that juice is going right through your system. So there's nothing in your stomach. Right. So that, and you know, when you're hungry, that affects your, your cognition and it affects your you know, all kinds of stuff. Yeah. Um. Okay. And the other thing is you don't want to overdo some of the things that are listed in some of the juice recipes. So you want to make, be real careful of proportions. So things like raw cabbage, collards, bok choy, kale, and broccoli and juices, those are good, but those are cruciferous veggies and those have some, those are Goitrocentric. Go- uh, there, thank you. Goitrocentric, <laughs> meaning that they contain substances that can suppress thyroid function when consumed raw. Hmm, that's so, interesting. Yeah, and so they also can cause bloating or upset stomach. And that's true. That is because you can't eat. Um, I can't kale. eat kale. Right. Yeah. Uh, so. These vegetables, if you can't handle that, like Larissa, typically, and you can't even handle it cooked anymore, Mm -hmm. but um, some of these, if you cook them lightly or steam them, it kind of neutralizes that uh, that effect so that you can consume them at that point. Um, that way, but right. you want to be I, careful when you're juicing them because they are raw. Right. Yeah. I can eat. I can eat steamed broccoli, or I can eat broccoli and and anything. You know, anything like that. Bok choy, cabbage, any of that. I can eat. It just has to be cooked. Okay. Um, and then here's another one: to peel or not to peel. That right. is the question. Okay. So, 
I will tell you that I do not peel lemons or limes. Right. I do peel oranges. I don't use grapefruit, but you do, mm-hmm. right? And we ch- you peel those. Mm-hmm. And so, again, we usually don't peel those. They're, the lemon peel in particular is a very powerful antioxidant with something called super flavonoids. And we talked a little bit about that last right, time right. in one of our last podcasts. And that helps to reduce the bad cholesterol. It's usually the vegetables that have more of the thicker skin that you mm-hmm. want to be sure that you're, it's hard, it's going to be really hard on your juicer mm-hmm. uh, to try to put those through. So typically mm-hmm. limes and lemons are the things that we'll put through, but right. everything else we juice. Well, and speaking of hard on your I mean, juicer, uh, hard on your juicer, limes and lemons actually are, good to put through and when you when you you should always put run like maybe a half a lime or a half a lemon through at the end of your juice because what it does is that peel it's it's small it's not like a huge chunk like a big chunk of of orange or something that's not peeled but a smaller piece of lemon or lime kind of goes through your juicer especially if you have a masticating juicer like we do and it pushes it'll push the rest of that pulp through there so it'll help get kind of clean out your juicer a little bit before you actually take it apart and clean it. Right. And 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 you get the benefit from the lemon juice. Yeah. Okay. And then the other thing is that once you get started juicing, try different things. Uh, as Larissa said, when she started, she was really fruit reliant, which is okay because it kind of got her going. And then mm-hmm. she had a little bit of spinach. And it's okay to get it going that way. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, as long as you're not drinking fruit juice all day long, you're really right. not going to, you know, you'll still be doing good for your body. Right. But, well, and certain fruits have, have benefits that I that I need, like pineapple yeah. is, is a really good anti-inflammatory and for pain. And so I use certain things like that. Um you know, if I'm having like a bad, a, a bad pain day or a bad inflammation day, then I know that that will help. Let's talk about some of the things that we commonly juice that we use for juicing. Okay. Okay. So cucumbers is one. And I really like that. I, Larissa doesn't care for them very much, Mm-mm. but they are very cleansing and they're good for skin health. I wish I liked them. Yeah. Um. You can add a little bit, can't you? I just hate to taste really? a cucumber. Okay. I like really? pickles, but I don't like cucumbers. I really can't even, quite honestly, I can't taste it when it's yeah. in there that much. But Okay. Uh, pineapples. Now, pineapples we use, and we use pretty frequently. Use a lot of pineapple, yeah. yeah. And those are rich in vitamins and nutrients, but here's the thing. They're also known for an alkaline substance called bromelain, mm-hmm. which aids in digestion and is linked to reduced inflammation, such as that caused by arthritis. Mm-hmm. And when you juice when you juice things like pineapple, um, you don't have to go and buy the, the more expensive, you know, chunked pine, the, the pineapple in the produce section that's already like cut up and cored and everything. Uh-uh. Just buy, I just buy the whole pineapple. I whack off the top, whack off the bottom, cut off the, most of the, the outer peel and, um, juice the whole thing. You can even juice the core. So I just cut it and cut it in spears, you know, in, in long pieces and just juice it that way. It's cheaper. Okay, and then celery, which is also an anti-inflammatory and alkalizing, and it is also said to lower blood pressure, big on vitamin C, and helps lower cholesterol, and also can help promote a good sleep. Ah, you need to start drinking celery juice before bed. Yes. Because you have problems sleeping. I have problems sleeping because I keep my mind too active at night. That's why I have problems (laughs) sleeping sometimes. So I should take all your toys away from you You like an hour before bedtime? Yes, all my toys need to be put away. Okay, Okay, let's talk about beets. Now, this is something I don't care for very much. Mm -hmm. 
I when we go to Whole Foods and I order a juice, I will go ahead and have them add that to it because I know it's good for you. <laughs> but um, I personally don't buy them to right. put them in the juice. Now, those are a super liver cleanser. And it's a great vegetarian source of iron. So I know they're good for you. I've tried. It's one of those things where I think I could eventually get used to the taste of it because I just, I know how good it is. And you're, it's sometimes, I mean, I think your taste can change. You're a good mm-hmm. case in point, oh, right? Yeah. Um, anyway, so rich red color is due to the beta uh, betacaine, which starves tumors and hinders cell division in cancer. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Carrots, which is something we use pretty frequently. You prefer carrots more than me. Mm-hmm. I will get them in. but And here's the thing. I like raw carrots, but I don't like them in juice. I don't like raw carrots, yeah. but I like them in but juice. But you like them in juice. <laughs> so they're also a great cleanser. They're good for eyesight, of course. And then they're also um, good to for your liver and your gallbladder cleanser. And the only thing with carrots you need to be careful of, as with the fruits, mm-hmm. is that they're high in sugar. Right. So if you're diabetic, like Larissa has been managing... But if uh, Larissa was diagnosed with diabetes a few years ago, you just want to be careful of how much carrot you put in there. Mm -hmm. Now, spinach is another one we use very frequently. Mm -hmm. This is very easy. And it's to me, you you really can't taste it. No, not at all. I I use spinach as a base for every juice that I make for me. Yeah. When I put kale in a juice, I can taste the kale. But when I put spinach in a juice, I can barely taste it. Mm -hmm. So it's very high in iron. It's very alkalizing, which is good for you. And it's good for skin health. The only downside is it has oxalic. Oxalic, I think. Okay. Oxalic uh, acid, which can interfere with calcium absorption. So you don't want to put a whole lot in there. Mm -hmm. And there's wheatgrass. Now, I've used that like once. Mm -hmm. But I, I... just because we don't typically have a lot around the house. If I go to Whole Foods, I usually have them add it to that. It's overall a great detoxifier and also very alkalizing. Fennel is something that's excellent for digestion, reduces bloating, and it's got a licorice-like flavor, which, which that doesn't appeal to me. Like, yeah. I've never juiced fennel. <laughs> I'll have to try that. That's interesting. Um, and then there's romaine lettuce or bell peppers. And I have not used bell peppers, or I think I did use romaine lettuce one time when we were out of spinach. Mm-hmm. And again, that that taste is very neutral. It's not like um, kale. Kale, if you decide to use kale, I will tell you this. It is, first of all, very good for you. A lot of nutrients in kale. Don't use a whole lot of it, though, especially if you're doing it for the first time because it has a strong flavor i would say just a leaf or two i I, when i took it yeah when i took it to work the first time when i had it for i had taken it to to drink on my break i will say it tasted like i felt face first into my lawn (laughs) (laughs) that took me a while to yeah i was like okay (laughs) all right what else what about herbs we haven't put many herbs in our in ginger. our um, yeah, well, oh. ginger is a it's a it's a, it's a root it's a spice. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's a, yeah, okay. Yeah. But ginger, that's a good one though. Ginger is good for digestion and inflammation and very cleansing. I mean, this is like an age old thing. Yeah, we ginger. keep ginger root in our refrigerator at all times, and I put it in every single juice I make. Plus, I put it in stir fries and you know sauces and all kinds of stuff. I've even made ginger ale, which is yum. Okay, now here's something we have not tried, but I do want to try dandelion greens. Have you ever I have, have you seen I, these? I, I've seen them, but I've never... Now, this is not... Don't go out in your backyard and pick dandelions out of your backyard. <laughs> don't do that. Um, but you can get dandelion greens at Whole Foods yeah. and you know some health food stores. Um, but I've never tried them. Yeah, these are supposedly loaded with the magnesium, and they help with energy and stamina. Hmm. 
That sounds like it would be good, like, to take to work. Yeah. And if I say interesting in this podcast one more time, I think I'm going to slap myself. <laughs> Don't let me say that okay. again. For some right. reason, I'm on an interesting kick today. Well, you're interested because I did, maybe because I did the research for most of this one. So, I don't know. So, I haven't seen it. So, yeah. So, you haven't seen so it as much as I did. Yeah. Very interesting. Shut up. Okay. Tomatoes. Now, I have tried that in a couple of my juices. And quite honestly, I didn't care for it. Obviously, they are very high in nutrients. They contain vitamin A, B, C, K, zinc, iron, potassium. Um, So, I mean, very good for you. But I just, I don't care for it that much. Right. Well, plus with your acid reflux problem now, you really shouldn't have it because it's very acidic. That's a good point. Um, And I don't like tomato juice, so... And the other thing we use quite often are blueberries. We use blueberries and grapes Mm -hmm. as well. Mm -hmm. Blueberries, as you guys know, are very high in antioxidants and also rich in vitamin C. And there's also some evidence that it can help with cognitive functions. As I was preparing for this podcast, it even called it like a... Wonder food. Wonderful. Yeah. Wonderful. All right. Well, so what not is, interesting, just wonderful. It wonderful. All yeah. Right. See, I was very careful not to say interesting <laughs> there. Uh, so, when is the best time to drink juice? That's a good point. Okay, so the best time to drink juice is on an empty stomach about half an hour before you eat. Why? Because your body is already ready to receive. You're about to eat, and it's it will absorb quickly whatever you put into it. So it's the so it's now, not fighting with anything else that's already in your stomach, right? To, for to be digested, I guess. Right. Okay. Now the only thing that you want to be careful of is with any of this stuff, actually. Pay attention. First of all, don't drink like a whole big pitcher of juice or something <laughs> and uh, before you know how your body responds to this. Because mm. some people can get nauseated mm. with if they're not used to it. If your stomach, everybody's stomach is a little bit different. So you want to make sure that your body's adjusting to it. So be start out slow and uh, see how your body reacts to it. Now, if, if it's too much, you feel nauseated or just something doesn't feel right, then cut back a little bit mm-hmm. or maybe eat something like a piece of toast with it or whatever, mm-hmm. because maybe it's just not, right. it's not your, yeah, your body's not responding well to right. it. Right. And well, sometimes, you know, people will react to sh- sugar on an empty stomach. Um, you know, even if it's just the sugar from whatever you put in the juice and it's not like a high sugar juice, but sometimes sugar on an empty stomach will upset people or give people a headache. I know exactly. I've, I've had that happen. Yeah. Okay, so let's go into our recipe of the week, shall we? Sure. And since we are talking about juicing, let's have that recipe be a juice. Okay. And it, it, this is one that I have been using because I have trying I am trying to treat a lower back pain that I've had. I, a couple years ago, I was with a personal trainer and I didn't do what he told me to do. I did it the wrong way and um, I twisted my back or I pulled a muscle in my back. And it's it just has given me trouble off and on, particularly when I'm sitting for long periods of time or I'm just um, or, or I'm just stationary for a long period of time. Even if I'm lying down, when I wake up in the morning, it can really get to me. So I've been trying to treat this with with what I eat. And I tried, I've taken Advil on really, really bad days, but I really try not to take anything mm-hmm. when I can help it. So I've been treating it with this recipe that I call the inflammation zappa. And I call, say that because there's several ingredients in here that are supposed to help with inflammation. So when you make it, it goes zzzz. Exactly. Cool. So this recipe calls for, and now this is, we're going to include in the show notes a link to our Pinterest board, which has the recipe located. It's on our juicing board. Mm-hmm. But just to let you know what's in it, there's pineapple, 
lemon, ginger, carrots, and celery. Okay. So these are all things that are supposed to help with alkalizing and then also with reducing the um, inflammation. inflammation. Cool. Good. And it is very yummy. And I like it without the celery. Um, I tried I tried a drink of yours when I made it for you the other day, and I had the celery. And celery is just too... It's like cucumber for me. It's just... It's overpowering. Well, this one calls for three stocks. So one of the things I would say if you don't like it yeah. is maybe just put half a stock or yeah. one stock. Yeah. Just try to trim it, trim it back. Right. I would probably just replace the celery with some spinach, honestly. Okay. So that moves us into our quote of the week. Now, as we're recording this, we are smack dab in the middle of a three-day weekend. And tomorrow is President's Day. Now, I realize this is going out after President's Day. But uh, we're going to go ahead and use a president's quote for the day. Okay. And that president would be John F. Kennedy, who said, physical fitness is not only one of the most important keys to a healthy body, it is the basis of dynamic and creative intellectual activity. Oh, that's that's awesome. And Jake approves. Did you yes, know that? Yes. He's walking around on microphones and making us a little nervous because I know he he's just, probably going to bump one he here in a second. Meowed. No, he wants in my yeah. lap. Come here. Um, try not to bump anything. So anyways, uh, since adapting a healthier lifestyle, I will say, I was just talking to a coworker of mine the other day and we were talking about, she's, gonna, she's about to buy a juicer. And I told her, I said, you know, to me, this is one of the things that really helped us move our health in the right direction. I feel so good on days that I make a juice for myself. It's also very kind of therapeutic in the sense that you know you're making something for yourself that's right. so healthy. It's almost like taking care of yourself. Right. So this, to sum up that quote, Happy body, healthy mind. There you right? go. Okay. So if you are an experienced juicer, what new fruits and vegetables have you tried lately? Mix it up and let us know. And if you are if you found something that you really enjoy juicing with that we didn't mention here, please feel free to leave us a voice message or go by our Facebook page or leave a comment on the show notes and let us know. Mm-hmm. Right. Oh, and one more thing that we didn't mention. Um, don't juice a banana. Yeah, you can't juice bananas or mushrooms. <laughs> yeah, uh, don't try it. <laughs> um, and if you're new to juicing, first, if you don't have a juicer, as we mentioned at the beginning of the show, please make sure to go by our Facebook page for a link to our Veggieversary giveaway. You could win a $300 retail value, $300 Breville juicer, just like the one used in Fat Sick and Nearly Dead. If you already have a juicer but don't know how to use it, and this is what I've also encountered. Some people say, I have one, but I don't know how to use it. There's a couple of resources that we'd like to recommend first, and we did a review of this a few episodes back. I don't recall episode number. Uh, I'll, I'll put it in the show okay, notes. Okay, we'll put it in the show notes, but we do have a review of the Healthy Juicers Bible by Farnoosh Brock, and she is coming out with a Healthy Smoothie Bible in April that Larissa and I will have a recipe featured in her book, and she's also going to come on the show. Um, I think in March, March in right. March time frame, we're going to interview her on the show. So, uh, but and her she's book, wonderful. You'll love her. Very awesome lady. Her book, the healthy juicers Bible was one that this is where another thing we did very well, right out of the gate. We made sure to go and find some good resources. And we found this resource that helped us from picking our juicer all the way to the end process. I mean, mm-hmm. she takes you through the whole process all the way to cleaning up and what you can do with the leftover pulp. Right. And she even has um, videos. I don't know if her videos are still up, but I know you had watched um, 
the, the her videos on uh, doing a setting up producer. Yep. And then there's another book that we're going to put in the show notes. I did not get the author's name, but it's called The Big Book of Juices. Mm -hmm. And we'll put a link to that also in our show notes. And it is a big book and it's just full of recipes and resources. So it's really cool. And while you're out on our site, please be sure to sign up for our newsletter. One of our areas of focus for this year is going to really be to develop an awesome newsletter. That's one of the areas that we wanted to make sure to focus on. In our survey that went out earlier this year, we were asking folks what they wanted to see in the newsletter. We got some really great suggestions, so we're planning on beefing up our newsletter. So please be sure to get out there and sign up for it. You go right on our homepage, right off to the right, you see a sign up uh, Mm -hmm. section. So please be sure to get out there and sign up. Yes. And then last but not least, please show your support for the show by heading out to iTunes or Stitcher and leaving us a rating. Because leaving us a rating really helps iTunes know that we're providing something valuable here and that'll help us bump up in their listings. And when they bump up, when we bump up in their listings, then people can find us. Right. So this helps us get the show, keep the show going. So we'd greatly appreciate you just taking a minute of your time and making sure we don't get lost amongst the thousands of podcasts that are out there. (laughs) Right. Okay. Well, I think that does it for our show today. All right. Well, I think this was a a really good one. I, I learned some stuff, some interesting things. Awesome. Slap me. (laughs) And, And no, I had, I had fun with this one. So thank you, um, for doing all the awesome research you did. That's great. Sure. On to episode 37. All right. See you soon. Peace out. Bye. Hey, Veg Centers. Thanks so much for joining us today. Please be sure to visit our website at www.vegetarianzen.com. You can also find us on Facebook at Facebook forward slash Vegetarian Zen or on Twitter at Vegetarian Zen. Until next time, wishing you a happy body and a healthy mind. 